Welcome to the Good Side Podcast, a platform to meet the real change makers and learn about innovative models for sustainable development. Social development is an integral part of a country's growth and by empowering marginalized populations we can create communities which truly enable inclusive growth. Our foundation, a social initiative founded by Dr. Neelam Gupta, provides effective assistance to vulnerable communities in rural and semi-rural areas and slums by developing their life skills, economic skills and social cultural skills and making them self-reliant. Today we have with us Dr. Gupta to discuss in detail about the initiatives of RO in current time. Ma'am, they say all big things come from small beginnings. The expanse RO foundation covers with its community initiatives would not have been that big in the beginning. It will be great if you can please share RO Foundation's modest beginnings. Okay. Um, I think you're right that all big things come from small uh, uh, beginnings. I do not I do not really see if we have become very big. But yes, the beginning has been very small. In fact, uh, I would say minuscule. If I can take you back a couple of decades, you know, uh, that's when the idea of RO started in my head. It was like a seed, you know, which was which got planted uh, on one fine day and which I nurtured uh, year on year for many, many years, in fact, decades, before I was ready to launch RO in 2001. Uh, so formally in 2001, RO was launched and uh, that's not really where it all began. It began much, much, much earlier uh, than that. So in 2001, when we started, we started with a very modest beginning. I was there uh, doing some research work and taking up projects uh, with Government of India and some ministries on gender and, uh, uh, you know, education, female uh, literacy and some other things. Uh, so uh, I kept doing that for a couple of years, but then it was not very satisfying because I wanted to go out, touch lives see the change in their lives, you know, which uh, I could bring. Doing the research, uh, the research would lie on the shelf and it had no impact on people. So that is when I decided that we have to go to the communities, go to people, go and soil our hands, uh, uh, you know, before we can make an impact. So that's when the real beginning of RO started. And that was a couple of years after 2001. And I had just one help, which I hired initially. So two of us started going to villages, started going to the communities, seeing what was wrong, what was what help did the uh, women need, girls needed, all the children needed. You know, we were all there, uh, especially in areas near Noida and Greater Noida. We had been working there for some years, just the two of us. And then in another one year, we had one more help. So that's how it all began, no, very, very small and uh, very, very humble, in fact, so as to say. And uh, we started applying for projects. We started applying for grants. And as we started applying, you know, it took us some, it took us a while to get the first grant. It was nearly one and a half years uh, when uh, we almost uh, were on the verge of closing down. In fact, the expenses were mounting, the salaries were mounting, and we were not making much headway apart from our own uh, selves which were venturing out into the community. But we didn't have funds to help all. 
to help more people and to help many people who we wanted to help this could have been done only with grants with funds coming in with support coming in from all corners so one and a half years we had been applying but uh, as soon as as we thought of closing down in fact and going back to very very even more humble beginnings uh, we got a beautiful grant from one of the public sector uh, undertakings and one more grant from the ministry of rural development and that was where when we uh, so as to say started growing and uh, we hired many more people in the same year we had to hire more than 100 people for doing those projects so that is where the uh, you know change started the beginning of the change i would say was that year year 2008 9 when we backed these two projects and we hired many many more people and we literally built a caravan so as to say and that is where then you know we the growth started the project started coming in and uh, it took us where we are today you know nearly 500 people working for ro and a span uh, in a span of about uh, 10 12 years we are uh, working all across india nearly in 15 16 states on many 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 different projects so that is how this story has been unfolding um, uh, for ro for me for myself and for my team thank you for sharing that and i must say that uh, it is rightly said that uh, little drops of water that's what really makes the ocean so i believe that's how your beginning has also been like that and that's how you have reached where you are right now yeah so uh, you know the beginning as you see as i told you was very small and now the organization has evolved over all these years in 20 years we have uh literally grown from strength to strength uh touching all aspects of humanity touching all aspects of development work be it education be it skill development be it uh, uh you know uh, health sanitation renewable energy rural development we've been working in all areas uh, in all these years and uh, uh, you know so far as uh, different types of projects different types of uh, uh you know interventions are concerned we have literally experimented with each and every area of development uh, in all these years and how the organization has evolved with all these projects is uh, really you know it can be seen in the kind of work that we have done the kind of outreach that ro has had we have been working in the far east areas of uh, uh, meghalaya assam uh, and uh, you know uh, sikkim arunachal pradesh and we have been working uh, in areas of uh, west bengal then in rajasthan so far we have not touched south because of the language barrier and we have not ventured because the work was enough in these areas but uh, the scale of our operations the outreach of faro foundation uh, has really you know um, uh, has evolved over these years and with with each uh, step forward uh, the team has evolved ro has evolved and we have evolved as an organization with all these projects and when covid hit us as it hit everybody covid became a big challenge for us and uh, Uh, during covid times you know we doubled up our effort though there was lockdown half of the team had to sit at home but my field team was all the time in the field working for people reaching out help when they needed ration we we uh, supported the poor people with ration kits when they needed uh, digital education we supported them with computers and smartphones 
when they needed help in uh, you know in times of depression or mental disorders which our communities were facing we were all there helping them stabilize their lives uh, in the best possible way many women were feeling uh, uh, the impact of covid you know as they were homebound and uh, there were a lot of issues in the family and they could not cope up with the covid times uh, uh, the way they should have been so our our team was all out offering them help at all times during covid so as to uh, you know uh, so as to bring them out of this ordeal to help them cope up with uh, you know the difficulties which covid threw at them so yes uh, aru has uh, literally you know evolved in every sphere of work uh, as uh, i should say uh, not only uh, in our community work which we got strengthened over the, all these years uh, enriching ourselves with our own experience also aru has evolved uh, in its own uh, systems governance in its own way uh, the aru uh, the foundation functions we have evolved in every which way uh, during these 20 years and today i feel proud to say that we are amongst one of the uh, reputed ngos uh, who uh, have sustained uh, these 20 years very well and have fought with uh, good times bad times moved ahead and uh, we um, stay strong and uh, stand strongly against uh, all tides uh, which have come our way absolutely ms gupta so aro foundations initiatives cover a host of thematic interventions can you please share how these interventions are positively impacting the lives around us also if we could know how many lives have been impacted by aro till date okay um see as i told you earlier we have been working in different thematic areas like education skill development health and sanitation nutrition women's health mental health then we are also working on water water conservation environment Uh, as well as renewable energy so all these interventions i would say have uh, caused a great impact on the community just to give you an example you know when we are educating a small child or, or uh, so uh, if you can take a girl child who probably wouldn't have gone to school there were times when we started in 2010 when rte or right to education was not there and many many children were left out of the sphere of education at that time we were bringing in children we were getting them in uh, to support them with education to put them in school so at that time i remember there are a few girls who are still in touch with us after 10 12 years they have gone to college now and they really acknowledge that if aro had not held their hand if aro had not helped them uh, the, you know by putting them in school by giving them support in education they would have been nowhere they were mostly children of rag pickers and we picked them from colonies uh, and from the heap of garbage where they were just doing rag picking so can you imagine what their future would have been if they were doing just that so this is one of the examples then in skill development we have trained the trained youth and given them jobs if you go to spencer if you go to big bazaar around this area you would find hundreds of students a uh, hundred of youth who have been trained by aro foundation and who are now doing job for the past four years five years it has been a big poverty eradication uh, program of aro and those uh, people those those youth you know uh, with that training they have changed their lives they have changed their own lives and their families have come out of the cycle of poverty which has been really very very satisfying and gratifying for me personally for aro and uh, it helps my team to go forward when each, each uh, beneficiary comes and tells us how how uh, the program has helped him in his life how how his life has been transformed or his life has been transformed due to our effort we really feel proud and we are gratified so likewise you know when you give water to a community there is a community in meghalaya uh, which uh, is the highest rainfall area but sadly you know there is no 
water to drink near Cherapunji. There we, you know, give them gave them uh, a solar water uh, system and 24 hours water near their houses. And the community now, you know, the females were fetching water all day long. Now they can do better things. They can take care of their children and they have been skilled. Now they are also doing many, many works which are helping them in income generation, in their livelihood. So the whole community, the whole village has got that big impact. When you put up a solar light in a village, you know, the whole village gets illuminated and uh, the, uh, the women uh, feel more secure in coming out. The livelihoods improve. People can do work at night. People can sell goods at night. They can have meetings. Children can study at night. Uh, when you build toilets, you know, the women are liberated. They don't have to go to dark uh, jungles and they don't have to relieve themselves early in the morning or late at night. Uh, it saves them from diseases. It saves them from a lot of harassment and uh, security issues. So all in all, I would say that all these programs have been very impactful and I'm happy to share that we have so far impacted more than 10 lakh lives through our programs in more than 15 uh, states of India and the journey goes on you know we are uh, all geared up to take it forward and impact many more lives in future. That's a, a beautiful number that you just gave that uh, you have impacted so many lives already. Um, also ma'am we cannot undermine the importance of collaborations in the social sector. Tie-ups become important in view of widening the ambit of pact and reach of social initiatives. We would be interested in knowing about your partners in the social journey. Yeah, thank you Shruti. That's, that's a beautiful question in fact. You know, we would have been nowhere without the partners and you know, collaborations. Uh, nobody can walk alone. Even your employees are partners in uh, what you do. I would say that each and every person that we touch, you, the good eye, you know, you are also our partners in this journey. If you don't take my work forward, if you don't take Aro forward, if you don't recognize our work, then the whole meaning in the work gets lessened. You know, we, we, the impact is not so much. The outreach is not so much. So, when when I talk about this journey, uh, we have very, very, uh, you know, uh, broad-based partnership, I would say. And, uh, in fact, if I may quote, you know, SDG 17, uh, the social develop the uh, Sustainable Development Goal 17 talks about partnership. Above all, they have the last goal, 17 goal uh, for partnership. Why? Because uh, having said and uh, elaborated the 16 goals, they understand that all the team have no meaning unless we have the partnership. So, uh, 17 is very, very important and RO Foundation is very serious about the partnership. So, funding partners are one part, are uh, one of the partnerships that we seek and without which uh, we will not be able to take up several of our programs. So, we have funding partners like government organizations, ministries, public sector undertaking. Uh, we have uh, corporate partnerships uh, with banks like SDFC Bank, government with ministries like Rural Development Ministry to name a few. Corporates like uh, Aditya Birla Group and, um, you know, IFTI, uh, Agricultural Insurance Company of India. We have a lot of partners who have been funding our uh, initiatives and who have been supporting us through government schemes or CSR program. Then we also have a lot of knowledge partners, you know, who, who hold our hand, who, who give us support when we need by way of giving technical inputs, by way of giving, uh, you know, uh, consultation. By uh, We just reach out to them uh, whenever we need an expertise, which we don't have. So that is also very, very important. We also have partnerships uh, uh, by way of volunteers, interns, you know, they are also, I consider them as our partners because 
uh, they bring in a lot of uh, uh, meaning to our work. They reach out to many beneficiaries. They reach out to our program site. Uh, they support us in many, many different ways and, uh, you know, enlarge the scope of our work uh, by way of adding value uh, to the work. So, uh, we have uh, similar partnerships uh, uh, with also multilateral organizations with a lot of UN organizations. We are partnering with the Global Compact Network India, which is a UN body. We are partnering with the UNIFEM, we partner with UNESCO uh, by, by and take their technical expertise, take their uh, value propositions, we take their, uh, you know, uh, experience, whatever they have in this area, we take that forward. So, RO has been nurturing strong partners and strong partnerships right from the beginning and that is how this whole journey has been possible. Without the partnerships, without the good partners supporting us and coming along with us on this journey. Uh, this journey wouldn't have been possible. We wouldn't have been where we are today without the support of all our partners. And I take this opportunity, I take your platform, uh, the good side, uh, to thank all my partners who have been with us right from the beginning till day. Some of them have been standing since then till today uh, with us. I am so, much, so, so proud of them and so thankful to them for all their support. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. Moving to our final question, ma'am. How have you planned to take RO Foundation ahead? Uh, uh, that's a big question. Um, uh, see, uh, things happen on, a lot of times things happen on their own. And uh, we become the channel. Uh, but yes, we have certain plans. We have certain roadmap. Uh, there are two ways uh, which I see, uh, you know, for RO to move forward. One is by adopting the change, by adopting the technology. You know, we are a lot into digital technology, not only for our own working, for our own systems and procedures, but also taking it to the community. So we, we are uh, supporting digital technology in a big way. And moving forward, I would say that we want to expand on that. This will uh, benefit in many, many ways. One, of course, it will make our systems more sound and robust. And also, it will, it can, it has the potential to improve our outreach uh, to different areas. As you can say that COVID has uh, taught us uh, how to uh, deal in absentia, <laughs> so as to say. Uh, you know, we uh, we move into the community uh, when we are working. But COVID, uh, when COVID came, you know, we everybody was homebound. We could not move to the community. We could not see what was happening there. So we all took to virtual meetings. We all took to video conferences, looking at things through videos. So uh, I found that a lot of things uh, can be done without actually going to the field. You can train your own staff. You can train the communities. You can reach out to them. You can talk to them. And you can give them lessons. You can give them training. Uh, though I, I don't undermine the value of physical touch. That is, of course, a must and especially for the poor and for the needy community. We have to be present physically. But then uh, I think digital has made, made our task uh, more e uh, task easier as well as, you know, the outreach uh, has improved. So this is what going forward uh, we would like to utilize. Then second way is uh, for RO would be to reach out to more and more people. Uh, one, of course, digitally also it's the same thing. But then uh, reaching out to unreached communities, reaching out to people who have not been touched uh, so far, you know, by any development uh, work, by any development organization, you would be surprised to know that there are pockets in India where there are no industries. So, no CSR work is happening in those areas because people are, industries are not taking their CSR where their presence is not there. And many a times the CSR uh, uh, efforts are not done in areas which are too far off, too far flung or backwards. So, 
RO would like to reach out to communities where which are really uh, deficient, which are really needy, and uh, uh, would uh, offer would like to extend. Uh, RO support to those communities going forward. So far, uh, I think we are proud to have touched about 10 lakh people. But going forward, of course, this figure, uh, I feel, should go up. And we should be able to touch more and more lives, transform more lives positively. And uh, looking back, you know, I should feel uh, a lot of gratification in that because those are the communities, those are the people who we also depend on for our work. For If they were not there, we would not have been there. So. I would like to reach out to more and more people going forward in this journey. Thank you so much, Ms. Gupta, for uh, being a part of this episode, for being a part of the Good Sense podcast. And we are humbled by your presence. We are humbled by the stories you have shared and everything that our foundation is uh, looking forward to do. And yes. Uh, thank you so much, Shruti. May I also take this opportunity to thank uh, the good side and uh, Shruti, you, for giving me this opportunity uh, to share my experiences, my work, and my journey uh, with your viewers, with your audience. And I must congratulate uh, uh, the good side uh, for doing such a tremendous work. Your publications are so beautiful. Uh, the presentations are so beautiful, you know. Uh, uh, we also, we love our work through your uh, uh, journal, through your uh, publications. So thank you so much for being there uh, for organizations like us to become our mouthpiece, to become our, uh, you know, showcase point for our work. Uh, I really appreciate that and I'm so thankful to you and the good side for doing this tremendous work. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good evening. Thank you. Good night. If you are part of any development journey and wish to engage with us, please email us at contact at thegoodsite.com or WhatsApp on 963-101-4408.